first learned about this seven years ago. On a mission in Brazil to capture a wanted fugitive. When we got there, it tore through our unit in seconds. The target had superhuman abilities. It had the same marking you do, Cole. It's a birthmark. What do you mean? He was born with it. It's not a birthmark, Cole. It means you've been chosen. Throughout history, different cultures all over the world reference a great tournament of champions. That dragon marking? I think it's an invitation to fight for something known. Mortal Kombat. These are your champions. I'm Sonya. That's Kano. I'm Liu Kang. Name's Jax. Kong La. Lord Raiden. The fate of Earth is in our hands. No matter how many of my people you put in the ground, you will not fail. Kill them. fucking beauty guys welcome back to the cinemania world podcast i'm leo here to review mortal kombat today with tyler calvert what's going on tyler how you doing hey i'm doing great i actually got my vaccination today the johnson and johnson so i'm feeling great and i'm also excited to talk about some Mortal Kombat because that's part you know part of the fun uh, as a big video game fan and a fan of movies you know you can't you know you can't go wrong talking about Mortal Kombat yeah right yeah dude big fan of the games i loved especially like the first four i absolutely love playing those like every day as a kid and even the newer ones are pretty great too yeah yeah like x the 2011 reboot i thought was pretty good as well i really like uh i think they're on 11 now aren't they Mm -hmm. that was that was was the most recent one yeah yeah i can't wait man can't wait but guys, we are here to review Mortal Kombat, and we're going to start with a little bit of non-spoilers. But before we dive into that, I'm going to just dive into the synopsis of Mortal Kombat real quick, straight off of INDB. MMA fighter Cole Young seeks out Earth's greatest champions in order to stand against the enemies of Outworld in a high-stakes battle for the universe. I don't know if that's completely accurate but i mean Over, hey kind of overselling it a little yeah but. yeah that's, that's that's a little that sounds a little better than what we actually got <laughs> i know right yeah but um man let's just start with non-spoiler thoughts of the movie what did you think and uh are you more hot or cold in terms of of seeing it would you see it again how do you feel 
I mean, as a big fan of Mortal Kombat, I would probably I would probably see it again. I'll I'll definitely end up seeing it a couple times more. But uh, I thought it was okay. I thought it was decent. Like, I still think the original Mortal Kombat film from the '90s is still better in just in comparison. (laughs) But I mean, of course, it's better than Annihilation. Like a lot of things are better than Annihilation. But it was a decent film. I mean, if you're a big Mortal Kombat fan, it does deliver on a lot of the things that you want from Mortal Kombat film in the sense that you get you get uh your great Mortal Kombat characters, a lot of the characters that you love from those first couple games, you get to see them brought to life on the big screen once again. And some of them are a little bit better than previous iterations. And uh, the action, I mean, can't go wrong with a lot of the action in the movie. And you, uh, thankfully, with uh, the new version, you get the bloody, gory, violent fatalities that we're all missing from the 90s films because Mm -hmm. those were unfortunately PG-13. And uh, thankfully, this time (laughs) around, they decided to go rated R because why would you want to play? Well, even as a child, when you're playing Mortal Kombat, like you want to play it with like, you know, I remember back in the day they had those blood codes where you. Yeah. Yeah. Because you could play because they were like censored versions, but you could put in a code to play with, you know, have the blood turned back on. Because like no one wants to play Mortal Kombat without fatalities and blood and all that. But it does deliver on that. And. Some characters are better off than others. I think some characters get a lot better lore and more ex- exploration. Uh, some of the characters, particularly our main character, I wasn't a big fan of, Cole Young. But um, yeah, as far as, I mean, I guess that's just like an initial thought. So we can go in the pros and cons. What did you think, Leo? Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm i on the same wavelength as you. I thought it was okay. I'm a big fan of the Mortal Kombat games as well. And it really does deliver on the gore. Like, it really gets like people get sawed in half and we'll get was, into that that a was bit more. that was the that... one that was like i was just shocked by that was the one that was the one fatality of the whole movie that like they really went in on like right out of the video games yeah and it was not too long in the movie for that to happen and i was like dude see this is this is what the games are like and this is what we came for like stuff like that and the fact that it's rated R and took advantage of that over the 1995 version, that's one thing it does have, including visual effects, better mm. looking costumes. I mean, come on. One was made in 1995, the other 2021. So can't compare <laughs> too happens. much. But it, it, I think I agree with you in that I look at that 95 version as kind of just a so bad it's funny type of scenario it has, so its, I, it has its cheese absolutely it does it's super cheesy but it's 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 fun cheese and so mm. i hold it almost at about the same level as this one because what that version lacked this version has but there's not the same charm that that 95 version has no. and there are a couple other gripes a huge one with the story i mean this is called moral combat and we'll dive more into that in spoilers but yeah, it's called Mortal Kombat. It kind of misses a mark there. So we'll, again, we'll do- false, talk a little false bit. False advertising, later. if you will. Yeah, a little, <laughs> little bit, just a little bit. But the visual effects were incredible. I thought the fighting was great. Really liked how Sub Zero's ice, how organic it looked, how awesome and realistic it was, and just the motions he used to create ice. Really well done. Like Scorpion's character a lot. Sub Zero and Scorpion. That that story plot was my favorite mm-hmm. of the movie. The way they opened the movie was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like, it opened incredibly well. And then just kind of those threads of that story I really liked a lot. But, yeah, not a big Cole Young fan. Wish I could say that I really liked that they added him, but didn't do a lot for me. 
No, I mean, the thing is with that, like, I get, you know, it's perfectly fine to just add new characters or kind of have, like, a, a placeholder character. He's Because he's kind of like the audience, you know? He's going along for the ride. He's kind of the, the new person who gets to meet all of the cool characters along the way. But he also has a big stake in the film just based mm-hmm. on that, uh, I guess you should say, his, his lineage or his ancestry. But uh, they don't really do anything with it that's all that interesting, I feel. Like, if, if I mean, and to the point, to the point where you can make a whole new character. I think you could have easily used one of the 50 plus different main right. characters in Mortal Kombat and it would have been much better and made more sense than I making mean, up this whole new person. Right. You have you have Liu Kang in the movie who is essentially kind of like the Ryu of Mortal Kombat anyway. Mm-hmm. You could have used him or you could have used Johnny Cage. I mean, I just, I didn't see the point in making a new character in order to achieve a void that's not even there. In the Mortal yeah. Kombat franchise, it's not like these games have gone on and the story hasn't focused on a couple of different characters. You could have easily used one of them that already existed. I mean, even if they wanted to go ahead and say, okay, Sonya's the main character, that's fine. At least she's in the actual franchise. Like, there's not this random made-up character. And she's got a better backstory than Cole does, in my opinion. But I would say so, yeah. She seemed like more of the main character at points anyway. Cause yeah, the, yeah. The way that she was interacting with all of the different heroes and mm-hmm. her backstory. I think she had, like you said, I think his, her backstory in general had a li- little bit more weight to it. Because a lot of these characters, they're kind of paper thin anyway. We don't really get a lot <laughs> of her. Because, I mean, we don't really get a lot of backstories. That's, that's one of the things when it comes to video games and you know video game characters in general. Is we know a lot of the story because we're fans of Mortal Kombat. But if I'm going into this film and I've never played a Mortal Kombat game like I have no idea who these people are like for the most part right right exactly all right you know what and on that note we might as well go ahead and dip right into spoilers guys if you haven't watched Mortal Kombat turn this off go watch it real quick and then come right back and listen and and join in on the discussion about Mortal Kombat spoilers guys because there's some really good things and some really bad things and we're about to dive right into it so let's kind of start with something we referenced a little bit earlier the mortal Kombat title that yeah. i hinted at mortal Kombat the tournament doesn't actually happen and i think that's probably the biggest miss of the movie and what really hinders the story because the story is about characters like sonya Jax, kano and that that band and and cole young going to unlock their abilities so they can participate in the tournament but it doesn't happen and I just Not thought yet, that yeah. was such a missed opportunity. And it's like they made all these bullet points on the board of, okay, what can we take from the games? What can we get from the games? They got these details, right? They got Kano's laser. They got Liu Kang being a monk and being so close to Kung Lao. They got all these little bullet points, but they didn't get one major one. And that's Mortal Kombat, the tournament. Uh, how do you feel about that, Tyler? Them just kind of missing out on actually <clears throat> including the tournament, and they don't really even seem to explain it either. I mean, this is like a nine hundred year old uh, long year long combat or conflict, and they didn't really go into it. I'm like, okay, this is such a long conflict that has happened, and they're one battle away. And they only mention that, but they don't even talk about it. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it's a yeah because they brought it up. It's literally in like a text sc- scroll in the beginning of the movie, talking about how they've won nine out of the you know nine, and they need another one to win, and they gain control of uh, Earthrealm, I believe is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was weird. It was weird that they. It's kind of like this film is kind of like a prequel precursor to a Mortal Kombat tournament as. The main conflict is leading into the Mortal Kombat tournament as they're assembling the teams to go into the tournament. You know, Shang Tsung has all of his fighters and they're going to go cheat and kill off all of Raiden's 
people that he's assembling, so they won't have anyone to fight in the tournament to begin with. <laughs> so they're so they're kind of breaking the rules. I mean, they explicitly say they're breaking the rules, and they've broken the rules in the past, so that's why they've won all these tournaments in the past as well. And it was like a prophecy. Is what was it? A prophecy that Scorpion, like an ancestor of Scorpion, was going to come back in yeah. this one. That's why Cole Young was so vital to this one. Otherwise, they probably would have used him in one of the other tournaments. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think it's just it's, it is weird to have a Mortal Kombat movie without a Mortal Kombat tournament. It just seems kind of like that seems like a no brainer, like screenplay kind of decision to actually mm-hmm. have the tournament in it. Because I'm just thinking, like, imagine. Imagine you're watching like any other like or show, I should say, like you're watching the Karate Kid and they just don't have the tournament. Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like it's all it, like the whole season is li- building up to the tournament and then you don't get the tournament until the next season. Like, what what is the point then? Like, we're just building up for it. Um, I mean, it's nice. It's nice to see them assemble all these people that, you know, all around the globe. Uh, some of the characters are a little bit better than others. I mean, Sonya Blade shows up and she's not even, a, she doesn't have, she's not even, an, she, what do they call them, an arcana? Yeah, the arcana. or like the chosen. Yeah, I didn't like, I didn't like the whole arcana thing because that's not from the video games. No, not, I, I, they had, I, it was their way of explaining it, I think, that right. why do these people have superpowers, basically? Because otherwise, when you play the video games, a lot of them, they just have powers and like, we, we think nothing of it. I don't think that's something you needed to explain. Like, you have to unlock your arcana (laughs) and some of them were dumb some of them were kind of dumb anyway or like you had to like you know go through like extreme measures to get them and some of them some of them were a little bit confusing to me because it's like you see well you see sonya blades i mean Sonya blade gets hers like instantly after she kills kano because that was kind of weird like yeah and they didn't even show how she obtained it and everybody else got she got it in like two seconds everyone else you know there was like a whole you know whole struggle throughout the middle of the movie where cole young has to try and find his, you know, inner arcana thing. And, you know, he doesn't get it until he's, you know, his family's put in danger when he's fighting Goro. And then Jax gets his after he picks up, he tries to pick up that boulder that falls on Sonya Blade. And she just kills Kano and just has, it. like, she just has these just giant, like, what, like, she just, like, phaser arms when she kills Molina. That was another thing. I was, I was, I guess, well, getting ahead of myself, but. Yeah, the whole Arcana thing was kind of goofy, and it made and some of it, it's one of those things where you have to put you have to put logic at the door. Yeah, and and, and I kind of liked I liked the thought of it. Like I was like, okay, I understand where they're trying to go with unlocking powers and stuff. I don't think that that was too bad, but it didn't even lead up to a tournament, so that was lacking a lot. And you know, yeah. I, I thought for people who didn't really know Mortal Kombat, it could be a good way to potentially get them in this universe mm-hmm. and try to explain how the people have abilities. But at the same time, it is a fictional universe. It is Mortal Kombat. Yeah. This shit wouldn't even happen. So J- you don't necessarily even need one. this. The Jax one was the one that I was, conf- I mean, I wasn't confused by, but that was the one that I guess perplexed me the most when it comes to the Arcanas, because you see like, because as we already talked about, Sonya Blade was confusing, and then Kano got all angry, then his, started shooting lasers. Yeah, they, they said something about it being like about passion and like an intense release of passionate energy or something like that. And I'm like, well, That's that why could I was be confused anything. by Jax. Yeah. Jax is like, because Jax, I mean, obviously we saw, we see it in the trailers as well, that he gets his arms blown off by Sub Zero, <laughs> which is completely different from awesome the video scene. games. It was great. Like I, I actually did. Th- that was like a full on like horror movie kind of thing. Having Sub Zero yeah. and and Jax go through this like uh, warehouse looking building, and then Jax tries to fight Sub Zero and fails. But and, but uh, because that was the weird thing. Because they they gave him like these like weird like baby T Rex <laughs> robot arms that that did like absolutely nothing. 
<laughs> and you know, you've watched the trailer. You, everyone's seen the trailer probably at this point. Like you even see in the trailer, he has these big buff metal arms. And I thought, is it like a bait and switch kind of thing? Right. Like we thought, we thought he, we thought he was going to have these big giant arms, and then he's actually going to have these little baby metal arms. And I thought it was interesting how his Arcana was his arms just getting like a really big upgrade, like you know, like he's cyborg from the Teen Titans. Right, and that was very confusing because everybody else seem to connect in another way you get an element a laser or something like something that kind of organically comes out of your body and like his came from the tech so it's like wait, so so if he that's what i mean so all of them are like come come within so i'm thinking like if like what if he didn't have his arms blown off like what would have happened maybe they would have been like huge giant organic <laughs> arms and just like that's what i mean like if, it, if he had arms, arms. <laughs> What would have happened if that was his arcana, if he was going to have robot arms now? <laughs> I don't know. And Coles, Coles was dumb, too. He, I mean, I've seen the jokes growing. I didn't make this up, but I laughed because people have joked that his Cole Young's arcana is literal plot, plot armor. Because <laughs> it's like literally he just has this suit of metal, like almost like that like conducts kinetic energy and he can use it to like fight people with. Although he only uses it against Goro. I thought it was weird how he didn't really use it at all when he fought Scorpion. Not once. Or, or Melina, actually, because he was struggling to fight Melina. But, um... Well, yeah, was... I thought that was goo- I thought that was goofy. Just the whole the whole setup, like the whole setup. But it, it looked like it looked like it was made of rubber. Like I was like, <laughs> like it's supposed to be like this really cool metal suit that goes over his, I guess, his chest. I don't think it goes over his whole body. Like probably looked like it looks like it was just kind of like a chest. Plate. Yeah, I don't think it didn't even wrap around his head. So no, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. His whole his you know, that was his special ability. He gets like the the chest goes from his, his, his wrist his wrist down to his midsection. His head is completely open and he gets cool like kind of like uh batons yeah and which he, kind of reminded me of baraka's weapons and yeah. i was like what are they trying to hint something else there i don't know but i will say just about cole's abilities i totally thought where they were going with him is when i seen goro and him battling and him getting his ass beat I thought Goro was going to kill him and then he was going to yeah. go for the family and he would get Scorpion's abilities. And I was like, oh, okay, so is this going to be like he's another Scorpion and he ends up getting those same abilities as him, the get over here thing and all these other yeah, abilities that like the, that. I thought that's what that they the were question. going. And that was the big question about his lineage. Yeah. Actually, and being an ancestor of Scorpion. Yeah. Which... <laughs> I mean, I was like, okay, if if he doesn't have the armor of his, like, where does that significance for Cole really fall? Oh, it's something for Sub-Zero to chase. I mean, I I didn't even need Cole Young in this movie at all, man. If I'm being honest with you, I thought he no. didn't really have too interesting of a backstory. He's just like a, a MMA fighter who has kind of f- almost fallen from grace. I mean, sounds like he used to be a very formidable fighter and now it's kind of fallen off of that ladder yeah but it's, that's it, what made me mad yeah it was like okay he can't at least be in those tournaments those small little fights that he was having he couldn't even be like the top of the game there like i don't know i was like okay give us this. MMA fights. yeah like we get this dude that can't even get through like lower tier mma local fights and i'm just like what He's the main character when we have well, not Luke even just Kane. that, but he takes on Goro. That's what made me yeah. mad. Like, Goro, Goro is like a very formidable foe. I mean, even in the other movies, we see him just take out tons of people in the turn. He's won the tournaments before in the past. He's like an eight foot tall monster with four arms, and he loses to a washed up MMA fighter with some armor. <laughs> 
with some literal armor, just a a gold plate. Like, it wasn't even really, like, some cool, intricate... Like, Scorpion and Sub-Zero had really great, interesting costume designs that were so detailed and so cool and carved out. And then Cole Young has, like, armor with swirls on it. And I'm like, wait, what? This is that's what i mean it was just weird to just i mean they could have picked any character instead i mean even if they could, they could have even literally just had scorpion be the main villain and it would have been fine that's it i don't know why been, i mean or the main hero i should say not the villain because sub-zero is basically the villain yeah which okay so scorpion and sub-zero had a really cool plot thread in this my problem is they still didn't really explain like the rivalry and how deep it goes and i understand that in the later games it dives into that and that like it was other involvements, other deities involved and stuff. But I mean, the, did, uh, did you find it interesting that they all spoke in like different languages? And yeah. They all understood each other I, because they, I mean, that's how they are in the game. Yeah. Cause the, cause sub zero's Chinese, uh, and Scorpion's Scorpion's Japanese. Japanese. I thought it was but actually <laughs> a cool, a cool little moment between the two of them in the beginning when he's like, I'll be back. And he couldn't understand him. But he knew Scorpion was coming back and he was going to show that face again. I was I just wish that Scorpion was in the movie more, especially because right. you would you would have thought this. I mean, he's on the posters like he's front and center on the posters and in the and all the promotional material. And he's literally in the very beginning, like seven to ten minutes. And then he just shows up again in the last 15 to 20 to fight Sub-Zero with Cole. And Cole, like, throughout the movie, has these, like, small premonitions of him, and he, like, sees yeah. him. and You're like, blink and you miss it kind of appearance. Yeah, and it's like, okay, how come that couldn't have been, like, a conversation, or maybe they even fight or something cool? Like, who knows? But I don't know why Scorpion was barely involved, and Sub-Zero is, like, heavily involved. And the showdown that's building up between the two of them, it, I mean, it's like Cole bumps into Sub-Zero, oh my god, and then Scorpion has his chance. But that wasn't nearly enough time in the movie to flesh out that character, to give us more of the rivalry. Like, it was just not yeah. enough. Well, yeah, because Sub-Zero basically just finds out that he's a, a ancestor to, to Scorpion, and then he's like, alright, well, I'm gonna kill him and, and end his lineage finally. I guess he didn't realize it mattered over the last hundreds of thousands of years he's been alive now this is the time for me to strike and end the bloodline yeah and i then they have that big fight it was like that big there was like it, it wasn't wasn't it in the mma like the the little gym that they had it was all covered in ice yeah that it was, was like, frozen and it was the the boxing gym that he's always at and yeah because uh what i thought it was i think it's so interesting that literally everywhere that sub-zero goes he just freezes everything <laughs> like it doesn't like i mean i i get it because he's you know it's a cool thing no pun intended but like do you need to have like an ice an ice ring so to speak wherever you go because he freezes his family i figured that i thought they died same you thought I was they like, died. How are they still alive what like yeah, they were free. They were like frozen solid, and that was the only thing I thought was goofy. Because I mean, I did I did overall really enjoy the final fight with Cole, Scorpion, and Sub Zero, but I did think it was kind of goofy that for a, a a big portion of that big final battle, it's Scorpion and Sub Zero facing off, and then there's Cole on the other side of the the <laughs> ring, and he's just punching punching the ice to try and get his family out. Like it just it was such a a weird parallel in that fight like like this is goofy this is complete goofiness but i did like i did like scorpion in that fight i think it was great i do think it's funny because it's like forced because they have to do it it's his iconic catchphrase that this you know hanzo asashi speaks japanese 99 percent of the movie <laughs> but 
and then he has to, and then he yells, "Get over here!" Because he, because of course he does, because he has to, because that's the catchphrase. I mean, hey, all them years in hell, he learned all the languages, so that's that's what I mean. That's what's so funny because he says that, and then literally goes right back, back to speaking Japanese. In Japanese. <laughs> and then he, and then even when he's talking to Cole, he's speaking to Cole in Japanese, and we have no idea if Cole knows Japanese. So he's just like looking at him and he's just nodding. Like, I guess he understands him, but it's just funny to me that like there was, you have to suspend your disbelief. Of course, it's a fictional world with crazy characters, but it's just funny to me that they didn't, they didn't think of, I guess, the logical way to try and explain that. Yeah, they just, they just went right into it. Like, you know, we got to include the phase because nobody, let's, let's be real here. Nobody had to say flawless victory in this movie, but they did. Yeah. Well, that was the, that was one of the best moments because, you know, Kung Lao, I mean, Kung Lao's not in the movie all that much. I mean, because he gets his soul sucked out by Shang Tsung out of nowhere. (laughs) But, uh, before that happens, when he fight, when they fight all of the people in the temple, uh, Natara is the one that he fights. She's not, I mean, she's not one of my favorite characters. So, I mean, it was fine that she got jobbed out for one of the coolest deaths in the movie, but that buzzsaw in the ground, this full bloody as hell seeing the buzzsaw go right through her body and yell flawless victory i mean i mean that, that was, was I mean, amazing that whole, that whole section out of that whole section that was probably my favorite point because i do think let's see that's the thing we haven't even really touched upon the villains you know we, other ones because you have shang Tsung, of course and sub-zero then you and goro but we don't we didn't really touch upon melina's in this cabal was cool i thought cabal was it was pretty cool because yeah. i mean he's a cool character in the games so it was interesting to see him realized in live action because we hadn't seen that before, at least in the first two movies. And see, that was and one he, good thing about the movie is the costumes were on point and the look of the I characters say, yeah. were really cool. Melina and that mouth and all those, all the teeth. I mean, literally, yeah, she, they finally did it. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they, they the went end. for it. And I've, I've seen some complaints about Goro. I think Goro looks fucking awesome. But I did too. I, I've heard, I've seen some complaints and the fatalities. Liu Kang with the dragon using the fire dragon. I, that was that perfect was in my opinion. Amazing, amazing. Whew. I'm trying to think of like. Uh, I mean, I didn't like that Molina kind of just got jobbed out like that, where like she was fighting Cole for like a hot minute, and then Sonya shows up out of nowhere, just blast a hole through her chest. Yeah, and her, that was it. Midsection. Yeah, and it was like, I mean, it was cool in the sense that it was much like the video games because you see her spine still intact and you used to see a big hole blown through her, like right out of the video games. A lot of the characters, the villains got kind of just, they got the short end of the stick. Like they they didn't even really get to like maybe dip out, come back. Like, no, they got like demolished pretty easily. The only angle for them was Kung Lao getting his soul sucked. And that's really it they didn't lose cole they didn't lose anybody else the villains just get ko'd one after another i'm like damn bro like yeah and that was like and they were the ones that came to them to try and kill them to try and get an upper hand when the moral combat tournament does happen and then they look really dumb because they killed everybody (laughs) and see when they did that i thought maybe they would come in kill kung lao and then leave to almost be like a, a bit of a warning, and then we would end the, the movie at the last act of the Mortal Kombat tournament. But nah, yeah, they decided to fight cool. in many different locations, I guess, like Mortal Kombat does actually happen. So, but man. Yeah. Too bad Raiden didn't really do anything either. No fights with Raiden. None. You got one of the most iconic Mortal Kombat characters, and no battle scene. He couldn't even fight like Shang Tsung. That would have been tied, a little hand to hand between those two. Nothing. His literal his literal purpose in the movie was to teleport people. Yep. 
I'm the guardian of the Earth realm, but I can't do anything else. Yeah, because he could he couldn't get himself involved. That was like his big thing. He can't get involved, but he like makes a giant bubble shield so they can't get in, and then he teleports everybody all around, and then he teleports Shang Tsung and them away at the end of the movie when they're like, uh, I guess setting up the sequel, if you will. Yeah, but uh, couldn't do anything for Kung Lao when he got his damn soul sucked out. I'm like, <laughs> okay, so you do all that, but this dude yeah, literally gets they... freaking his soul sucked out of him like somebody put a straw in a drink, and you can't fucking do anything <laughs> about that? <laughs> Like, yeah, even like the only one that tried to do anything was Liu Kang, and Cole stopped him when they got sent away. Yeah. Poor Liu Kang. I figured Liu Kang was going to get revenge. I, I would have liked. I mean, maybe in the sequel. You know, I guess that's the sequel bait, if you will. Yeah. Because I feel like I feel like Liu Kang is going to have a personal vendetta against him because he killed Kong. Oh, he will. I mean, and now, that, so it's gonna, if they do a sequel, which it seems like they might, because it's the at least the early box office returns are positive. I would imagine Mortal Kombat tournament's going to go on, and then Shang Tsung and, and Liu Kang are going to fight, kind of like in the original film. I was going to ask you, uh, how did you feel about the kind of end-of-scene movie hinting towards Johnny Cage? Obviously, he's going to be in the next one. Are you feeling like excited for the movie series? Because I almost feel like maybe the next movie could be better than this, oddly enough. But yeah. I mean, four, there's what four? Joe Taslim said he signed off for four, so that's at least yeah, three more. I did hear about that. I heard that. I think it, him and uh, the Scorpion, uh, Hiroki Sonata. I think he also was probably yeah. I think he was also signed on for four. Which, how you feeling about the movie series in in the future down the road? Do you think it'll be a pretty fun universe, or could it get tired after that second one? Uh, I think there, it's a given that you could at least get another movie or two out of it. I think you could easily get at least the sequel because, you know, you're going to actually have a tournament in it, uh, hopefully. Um, I don't know. Say so, I don't know if I, I don't know if it could, depending on the writing, of course, I don't know if we can withstand four, four of these. <laughs> I can understand. Make it a trilogy. If you can make it a trilogy, a good Mortal Kombat movie trilogy, I think that would be perfectly fine. Because I know even in the, ori- the originals, uh, the original Mortal Kombat and then Annihilation, they were attempting to do a third film. It's just Annihilation was so poorly received mm-hmm. that they just canceled it. So I could see them doing a trilogy. Maybe something goes wrong at the Mortal Kombat tournament, and then they're just going to be like a big all-out craziness in the third film, kind of make it like almost like a an Avengers Endgame style event, but with Mortal Kombat characters where you see all of the Mortal Kombat characters, at least the ones that are alive, or we could bring them back. I mean, you could bring back dead people. Oh, yeah. Scorpion. Scorpion is a testament that you can bring back people that died. I mean, he did die. So I don't know. I don't, there's certain characters I'd be okay with if they didn't return. So, <laughs> so <laughs> you know, I mean, hopefully, maybe, I mean, I don't know if what, I mean, I like Louis Tan. That's the thing. Like, I like Louis Tan a lot as an actor. Um, hopefully if he comes back to be, you know, Cole Young in a sequel, like he gets a better backstory or I guess just better writing and character development in general. Same with all the characters though. I think a lot of the characters need a bit more development for the heroes. I I mean, they just need a bit of a better explanation of all of the lore in general. I think that they really kind of dropped everybody into the movie and it would have been a little bit better to just Give us at least a little explanation, a little bit of a better explanation of Mortal Kombat. The long battles, how long it's taken them to get those nine wins. I mean, they kind of just grazed over everything, didn't even really talk about Mortal Kombat, didn't really touch on anybody's backstories besides small little pieces here and there in the movie. I think at least Sonya and maybe even a little bit more Cole in their backstories would have at least helped a little bit there and given us Mm -hmm. two characters 
that it's like, okay, these two are the main leads and you give a little bit more character development to them. Cause I almost want the next movie to just go right into the tournament and like be mostly about the tournament. I hope so. I wonder who they're going to end up casting as Johnny Cage. though, Cause that's obviously going to be a big thing. I've seen, I've seen some rumblings of, I guess I've seen some fan casting people. Obviously the, the big one I've seen is they should cast Ryan Reynolds to be Johnny Cage. Hmm. Cause like, he's like, you know, he's the, he's the funny man, you know, he's, he, I could see him being Johnny Cage. I just don't know. I don't know if he would fit with the rest of the cast and he has a relationship with Warner brothers, you know? So yeah, at least I think, yeah, he, well, he, well, well, Green Lantern was pretty bad, but, <laughs> but, but, you know, it is, it is what it is with the, the bridges have, or have not been burned. Hopefully. Ryan but, Reynolds uh, I don't know. Cool. I mean, if you, I think that was that's one of the things, the big selling points, I guess, for a sequel is you need to have someone that's going to be a good Johnny Cage. And I think there's probably a handful of people like like John, like uh, Ryan Reynolds is one I could definitely see being a good Johnny Cage in the right circumstances with with, with good writing. But uh, I mean, I'm, I don't know who else they would want to bring in. Like, do you have any ideas of who you'd want to be in uh, in the next Mortal Kombat character wise? Well, definitely like, like that... new Cybot. It would be cool to bring yeah. in like Baraka, some new villains, bring a couple more people in. Shao Kahn would be great to get in. I figured he would show up yeah. just because we've seen we see statues of him and then we see Kotal Khan. We even see Nightwolf in like a little picture on Sonya's wall. Yeah, it's like I wonder why at least Shao Kahn couldn't have had a presence, maybe a post credit. But I don't, you know, I, I want those characters to pop up. I, I just don't know where they're going with it. So if they even bring back the same cast of characters and just at, sprinkle in a couple more, I'm cool with that, too. They could bring in Bo Raicho because they actually Ooh, mentioned him. Yeah. Say, uh, I'm trying to think of like a Sin- Sindel. They could bring in Sindel. Uh, Kenshi. Kenshi's Ooh, one Kenshi really would like. be amazing. They they have a, and- such a big roster. They could bring in tons of characters or just sprinkle them throughout the four movies Cyrex. if they have four. Cyrax would be a cool one. Sector, the, the robots in general, I guess. But bring them all. Um, bring all the robots in. Or uh, or even Quan, or even Quan Chi. I mean, Quan Chi is like a huge villain. Yeah. Uh, Shinnok, Shinnok and Quan Chi. I mean, they could be they could be the villains of the second one, or if they want to like include people to have like an ultimate third film where Shinnok and Quan Chi and Shao Kahn all come together. Uh, Holy shit, that'd be crazy. Maybe like Motaro could be in there. I'm trying to think of like other characters off the top of my head, but like there's like, I mean, there's that's the thing. There's so many characters in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, you could really go anywhere with it. I hope they just end up giving it at least another movie and then one more, tie it up with a trilogy and then end it. Cause let's not go into six, seven, eight Mortal Kombat movies. We already have that many games. I know, right? <laughs> Say, well, that's the thing is like even they've rebooted a couple times the Mortal Kombat yeah. video games because after a while, you know, there's only so many places you can take these characters. Like you got to hit that reset button. But what are you giving it out of 10? How are you feeling about Mortal Kombat just as a whole? And uh, just overall thoughts to wrap us up? Uh, I think I think it was fine. Like I thought it was decent, maybe like a seven out of 10, like on a good day, mm-hmm. like, cause I'm in a good mood. I would probably, have, and when I watched it, I was in a good mood. I would probably give it like a seven, but it was a good movie to, in some regards as, as a more combat fan, it delivers on certain elements that you want from these movies, the violence, uh, seeing these awesome characters from the video games brought to life. I think they did a lot of them justice, not all of them, but for them, for the, a lot of the big ones, I would say they did, a good enough job adapting them to the big screen once again 
Uh, it's just a shame that the plot is really paper thin. I would have liked to have a little bit more, I guess, character development for other characters. The lack of a Mortal Kombat tournament was also kind of a turnoff for me because I'm thinking we were going to get some sort of tournament right. element. Um, and the stakes, I feel like the stakes weren't as high. I feel like that was another thing that we didn't touch upon. I really feel like the stakes for the the actual, like, and, you know, the end of the world, basically, you would think that the stakes would feel a little bit higher <laughs> because if, because if they, if they lose, then we, everyone loses because they take over and make, they, I believe they even said that Shaolin Sung was going to make the entire like human race, like his slaves. And it seemed like they didn't really care that much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is literally like a battle for the universe. Like they they will yeah. take over Earth Realm if there's one more loss, and they faced their last fight, and it kind of was like everybody dusted off their hands. It was like that's pretty easy. Oh man, nobody came close to death. The only person who died was Kung Lao. Like it, it, they're just there was zero stakes. I mean, it was it was like flawless victory for every character. And Cole Young. Ended up getting armor last minute and beat Goro. Goro, the champion of the last probably ten to fifteen to twenty of these tournaments. You're gonna be that yeah. guy that just they could have they could have had him fight like someone smaller. Yeah, like if he like not even just in size. I mean, just character wise. Like there was other characters he could have fought that would have been okay. I think it would have been more acceptable, reasonable to have Cole Young fight someone. I guess it's like I guess it's almost as a way to show the audience that he's a badass now. He's got his really cool armor, so he takes on Goro, this amazing character from the video games, and he takes him down. But it's just like, eh, I don't know. Goro is like such a a great character. I mean, we even see in the other Mortal Kombat film how a formidable of a foe he is, and then he just loses in like this guy's front yard. <laughs> literally, literally, <laughs> this guy's damn line. But where can the people find you online, Tyler? And what's coming up on your channel, man? Yeah, you can find me over on my channel on YouTube. Just search up Tyler Calvert, and you'll see my channel pop up. I'm pretty sure I'm the first result these days. You know, it's a green green picture of me, and there's a there's an orange icon, not green. I don't know why I'm thinking green, but um. Yeah, that's that's easy on YouTube. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm um, invincible finales this week. That's like definitely a given. Uh, I know there's probably. I think I know that West Side Story is having a trailer tomorrow Ooh. for the Oscars, so that's gonna be exciting. Maybe I'll react to that. I don't know. Just it'll be. It'll depend on how I feel about the Oscars in general. I guess <laughs> whether I'm <laughs> in a good mood or not, and if I want to react to it or not. Um, those are like the ones set in stone. Uh, there's a couple other things that I may end up, you know, popping up on the channel along the way. But also, you can find me over on Twitter and Instagram at it's Tyler Calvert, where I talk about all the all the stuff, you know, movie news, you know, all that stuff. That's probably the best way to interact as far as uh, social media goes. Right on, right on. Yeah, go follow Tyler guys on YouTube and on Twitter. Yeah, you know, I I'm Leo over at Geekly Goods. I'm gonna get a little break in this weekend, but coming up on the, in the week, we've got Invincible. Definitely excited for that finale. That's going to be super fun. Can't wait. Uh, potentially West Side Story. There's rumblings of a Venom trailer, Venom 2 trailer, potentially dropping next week. So maybe that. But guys, come on back for some more content. It's a little, might be a little thin for the next couple of weeks, but, but definitely going to get the horse back pumping soon here. But guys, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Cinemania World. Chat soon.